Hi guys, welcome to New Life Podcast, and I'm your host, Sunny Samuel. So it's a New Life Podcast. is is a platform that God has given us to listen to His Word, regardless of wherever we are or whatever we are doing. We can be in the bedroom, we can be in the kitchen, we're going to walk. You just just need to plug in your headphones or whatever you are using. And listen to God's word undiluted, and I'm 100% sure you are going to be blessed. So, uh, I want to use this episode to explain God's nature. Yeah, that's the title of the episode. It's God's nature. God's nature. You see, there's a lot of misconceptions that we have. About God, and you see, one of those misconceptions is you see, um, the, in the New Testament, if you compare the New Testament and the New Testament together, you, you see that it seems like okay, in the New Testament, God was really, really, really angry when somebody sins against him, he just sends fire to consume that person. In the New Testament, it just looks like oh, um, God looks so passive. When I'm talking about New Testament, I'm also, I'm also talking about this generation. See, people commit different sins against God and they still come to the altar and they sing. See, somebody uh, just finished lying. Person just comes to the altar and he, and, he, and he sings or does whatever he does. And nothing actually happens. But you see, it's, the, the difference is not that God changed. Because the tendency for us to believe that okay, God, God stopped being angry, or God, God started to calm down in the New Testament and in this new generation is very high. But can we look at Malachi? Let's look at Malachi chapter three. Malachi chapter three. Verse 6 says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. He says, I am the Lord, I change not. The song writer, the song says, Ancient of these, you never change. And so on and so forth. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. That's what I'm going to say. He said, I change not. Jesus Christ also says, God is. Not, of his, not the son of man to lie, but son of a man to do what? To repent. So you see, God doesn't change. God is the same God in the Old Testament and the same God in the New Testament. But you see, the difference is what we're going to be looking at today. Now, yeah, there was a very big difference in where God related with man in the Old Testament and where he related with man in the New Testament. So we're going to be looking at that difference today. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 1. Following to Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews 1. Going to be reading. See, from verse 1. It said, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners speak in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2. As in these days spoken unto us by his son, whom he had appointed heir of all things. By whom also he made this world. 
Now let's look at verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding things by the word of his power, when he had by himself posed our sin, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. So I want us to focus on these three verses. He said in verse 1, he said, God spoke to us by the prophets. He said in, in time past, by the prophet. As in the Old Testament, God spoke to us by the prophet. Then in verse 2, he said, now in this New Testament, God is speaking to us by his son. In verse 3, helps us to understand that more. He says, his son, he was talking about his son, he says, he being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. This is his son. Is the ex is his express image. And we know from scriptures that the Son of God is who is Jesus Christ. So it says Jesus Christ is the express image of his person. Jesus Christ is the express image of God. And when we uh, now if the if that verse I just said image, I would have been like, okay. Jesus Christ is the image of God. Where well, he said express. Express means there's no other clear image of God. There's no other better view of God. There's no other uh, there's no other better understanding of God except through Jesus Christ. Now for us to understand, let's look at the amplified version, Hebrews 1, verse 3. Amplified version. Said is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light beam, the outreign of radiance of the divine, and is the perfect imprint. <laughs> glory to God. He said is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature, upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word of power. When he had by offering himself, accompanied our cleansing. Of sin and radiance of guilt, it sat down at the right hand of the divine majesty on high. So we see that Jesus Christ is the perfect expression of God, is the, is the, is the, is the expression, is the clear version of who God is, is the carbon copy of who God is. And in fact, John chapter 1, verse 1 tells us that He Himself is what is God. So you see, he said, let me take us back to verse 2 of Hebrews. He said, now God is speaking to us by who? By his son. God is speaking to us by his express image in these days. Can we look at, first understand this more, can we look at John chapter 14. John chapter 14. I hope I'll be able to explain this in a very short time. John chapter 14. Jesus said unto him, John chapter 14, verse 9, sorry. He said, Jesus said unto him, I have been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip. He that has seen me hath seen the Father. And now said thou then, show us the Father. Philip was asking Jesus, okay, Jesus, please show us the Father. And Jesus said, If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Wow. So looking at Jesus was looking at the Father. Looking at the behavior of Jesus was looking at the behavior of the Father. 
everything Jesus did was what the Father was going to do. Let's look at John chapter 1 verse 18. It's also going to help us to understand it more. John chapter 18 says, No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. He said, No man has seen God. So when Jesus declared that no man had seen God, he was basically saying none of the prophets in the Old Testament, none of the priests in the Old Testament had ever in their entire life seen God. You know, Hebrews tells us that everything they saw, everything they understood was only a shadow of things to come. So you see, in the Old Testament, everything in the Old Testament writers yes they wrote it under they wrote it under the inspiration of the spirit of god but they wrote it with a vague understanding they wrote it with an understanding they wrote it with an understanding that wasn't complete let me put it like that they wrote it with an understanding that hebrews tags tagged as shadow follow me <laughs> so everything they did they did it based on their understanding so the only one who is more authentic or the most or more satisfied to talk about god to the fullest to express god to the fullest is who is jesus christ after john baptist baptized jesus Bible says the dove, the spirit of God rested upon him as a dove. And he said, A voice from heaven came, a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. God never said that of any man. God never said that of Adam. God never said that of Moses. God never said that of Elisha. The only person God testified about like that about was who? Was Jesus Christ. So everybody in the Old Testament, no matter how powerful and mighty they, they were, those that parted the rest, those that called fire from heaven, they had a vague understanding of who God is. The understanding of God wasn't complete, even Abraham. But we see Jesus Christ, the only one who has seen the Father, the only one who has been with the Father from the beginning. The express image of the Father, the direct interpretation of the Father, is the one that when we when we're trying to look for God, is the one that we see every day. And he said in John 14, verse 9, he said, If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So you see, everything Jesus Christ did, everything Jesus Christ demonstrated, his attitude when he says, If someone slaps you and you turn the right side, that is what God will do. Everything Jesus Christ did when uh, the soldiers came to arrest him and he put the ear back of the person that Peter cuts his the person Peter cuts his ear off. That's the same thing God will do. When the adulterous woman came out and they wanted to turn her to death, and Jesus said he has forgiven her that she should go. That's exactly what God will do. Because we see everything Jesus does is a direct action of God. Everything Jesus says is what God says. is the express image of God. So you see, God 
did not change from the New Testament to the New Testament. He has always been the same. He has always been the ancient of this. But what changed was the understanding of who God is. The understanding of who God is changed. Men started to have a clearer picture of who God is when Jesus Christ came. The understanding of who God is is what changed. Praise the Lord. So now you might be asking, why do we, why do I need to have this understanding about God's nature? And we look at Romans chapter five. Romans chapter five. It says, but God commended verse eight. Sorry, I'm always. I don't know. I'm always nervous. So he said, but God commended His love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I would like to look at another version. Yeah, amplified. I love amplified. He said, but God shows and clearly proves His love for us by the fact that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Let's look at the good news. He said, but God has shown us how much He loves us. <laughs> it was while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, let's look at NLT. He said, but God shows his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we still see that. But among all the versions I have read, the one I like is King James said, God commended. Another version, I can't remember the version, says, God demonstrated his love towards us by sending Christ to die for us. God showed us how much he loves us by sending Christ to die for us. God showed us how much he loves us by sending his direct image. He couldn't have sent Elijah or Elisha to show his love towards mankind. He couldn't have sent David to show his love towards mankind because they have not been with him since the beginning of time because they do not understand fully who he is. But the one who has been with him since the beginning of time, the one who is him, is the one that he sent to demonstrate his love towards us. You see, let's look at first John. I'm still going to that question. So I said, why do we need to understand that Jesus Christ is the complete nature of God? Why? Why? How does it affect my Christian life in any way? Let's look at first John 4 verse 8. He said, He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. That is the nature of God. God's nature is love. And God demonstrated that nature by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. John 3:16 that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. So you see. First John 4 verse 8 says, God is what? God is love. That is the nature of God. In the Old Testament, God has always been love. Even in this New Testament, God has always been love. And God, you see, in the Old Testament, God could not demonstrate his love. Because no one was there to interpret it. No one was there to show for that love. 
and they couldn't show for their love because they did not have the ability because they've not seen him like, i hope you i hope you're understanding me like, i i just pray god grant even your heart understanding they couldn't they couldn't show for that love they couldn't demonstrate that love because they had not been with him since the beginning because they were not expressing it but when jesus christ came he could demonstrate god's nature and what is god's nature god's nature is love first john 4 verse 8 god's nature is love that is the embodiment of who god is and god sent christ to demonstrate that nature to give the to give the, the world the bigger picture of who god is like us to look at okay yeah, before we read this final passage it's one of the most difficult things for people to accept is um, when you tell them that God loves them, they'll be like, ah, how can God love me? After all the things I've committed, after all the sins I've committed, like I've killed somebody, I've committed fornication, I've committed adultery, how can God love me? It's very, very difficult for people to accept the love of God in their lives. Because it's too good to be true. The God of the universe, He loves you. It's, yeah, I mean, He's demonstrated that love by sending His Son. So it's, it's very difficult for people to understand that. And you see that people, a lot of people, even though they might be born again, they struggle in their Christian work. They struggle in their Christian life. Because they feel God loves them because they are. They are paying their offering in church if you God loves them because they are fasting and praying but if you God if you God loves them because they are doing this or they are doing that no God doesn't love you because of any of the activities you are doing he loves you because that is his nature he loves you because that is his nature and Christ, what Christ came to do is demonstrate that nature to us. You want to ask how did Christ demonstrate the nature to us? He demonstrated that nature, first of all, by the life he lived on this earth. And by dying on the cross of Calvary for me and you. And for and resurrecting on the third day. So, you need to understand the nature of God for you to progress in your Christian home. You need to understand God's nature. If you want to experience peace and joy, you need to understand that God loves you regardless of what you've done. And see, when we say that, you say, ah, okay, it's, it's preaching the airs. No, God loves you regardless of what you've done. His love for you doesn't reduce in by a minute second. <laughs> God's love for you doesn't reduce in any way. Because well, that is his nature. And you know, some of the things that causes it is uh, they've told us. So, if there's anything we must do as believers, is to seek to understand the nature of God. We're going to show us the reason why. If you look at 1 John 4, verse 19, it says, We love him because he first loved us. What propelled us or what propels us to love him 
just when people they pray god i want to i want to love you i want to serve you all the days of my life i want to do this i want to do that i want to be committed to you but they don't know that they can never love him or they can never be committed to him until when they understand his love for them it says we love him because he first loved us let me read another version it says we we let me read message say we do we are going to love love and be loved first we were loved now we love he loved us first so he said let me read NLT he says we love each other as a result of his of his loving us okay so you see you cannot fully express your love for God until when you understand how much God loves you what makes a man even to accept the Lord Jesus and be born again is when you understand how much God loves him what makes a believer to grow is when you understand how much God loves him so you see when you approach God every day I'm talking to a believer right now you approach God every day and yes you ask him for forgiveness okay and you raise up your hand and you cry and say God I'm a sinner I'm a sinner uh, I know I know I know you don't I, I don't even know I don't pray so prayer, I don't really know what they say it's like I know I don't deserve you no 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 he loves you his love has broken every barrier but you see you can't grow until you understand how much he has loved you as John understood this and he was able to go into the law of revelations so you as a Christian understanding God's nature that God did not change in the New Testament from the New Testament from being angry and come to the New Testament and change because Jesus Christ was telling him oh God please um, calm down no 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 God has always been the same but the problem was there was no one to demonstrate his love towards us. But you see in the New Testament, God demonstrated his nature, his love towards us. And when we begin to see and understand the demonstration of that nature and love, it allows us to be, live victorious Christian lives. I wish there was more time to explain, but I don't want to take more than time. I'd just like you to go back to the scriptures I opened. And I'm very sure that God will give you grace and understanding that for you to be able to love God more, you must first of all understand that He has loved you first. When Paul was struggling with sin, he said, Paul's conclusion was, Thanks be unto Jesus who causes me to triumph in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I made a tautology there. He said, Thanks be unto Christ Jesus who has given me victory. So you see, Paul's victory came from understanding what Christ had done for him, from understanding what Jesus Christ had done, from understanding the demonstration of Jesus Christ, from understanding how Jesus Christ demonstrated God's nature towards us. So I really pray that God will grant you understanding, that you begin to seek, you begin to seek, you begin to seek to understands God's nature 
you want to see to understand God's love towards you. And I pray that you'll be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. first podcast so i'm not really experienced in, in making one but i hope to get better as i make more episodes so uh, i would love it if you join me and uh, on the next episode i'm going to be making i'll be talking about the covenant of god yeah, the covenant of god basically i will see uh, we'll see we'll be looking at the difference between the old and the new covenant <sighs> but if I really hope you are blessed in this first episode and if you have a question or you want to just say something to me uh, I'd like you to send me a mail it's uh, sunny summer zero zero at gmail.com it's s-a-n-n-i summer zero zero at gmail.com and i pray that you will be, remain blessed yeah you will remain blessed bye bye